choose to tell your children to look no, somewhere else no, no, no. The, because you, we're in an outside me, world no, me tell you where there's other things to look at. Let me tell you how it's going to go, little missy. This is a public parking lot. I look where I want to look. If you're and if crazy, I were to call the police right now, I'd say you're harassing me. Oh, no, I wouldn't right. be the one getting in call trouble the police. for harassment call for the other police. people looking I'm at me while I'm doing what I'm doing. No man. Hi, I'm Shelly. And I'm Maria. And you're listening to the Baby Pro Podcast, where we talk about everything and anything related to pregnancy and through the first year of your child's life. Every episode, we will discuss and interview experts on all the answers to the questions expectant and new parents want to know, such as creating the perfect birth plan, infant sleep, and tips and tricks for parenting a newborn. And welcome to the show. Hi, Maria. Hey, Shelly. It's February already. February 1st. Woo! It's like, I don't even feel like January was ever here. I know, which is funny because everything I see online is people talking about how long they feel January is. I was like, I don't know. I feel like the months just fly by at this point. Yeah. I can't keep trying. I'm barely aware that months have come and gone. (laughs) I have a question for you. When you were breastfeeding Morgan, did you feel comfortable breastfeeding in public? How did you handle it? Did did you not do it at all? I never really had. I mean, I did, but like we didn't go out much. So and she she was one of those babies that was just too distracted by the world around her to be interested in eating when we were out. Mm-hmm. When I would drop her off at daycare, I would usually feed her before I went off to work and have to go into a quiet room where nobody else was because otherwise she wouldn't eat. She had FOMO. She did have FOMO. Yeah. I think she still has but yeah, so I mean, I never had any issues. I was ready to whip it out in public anytime. Anytime I was like, somebody come at me. I'm ready. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I definitely wore a but, lot of V-neck shirts. And I did mm-hmm. the the boob over the shirt, the neck of the shirt. Because oh, I was yeah. more afraid of people seeing my stomach than I was of them seeing my breasts. <laughs> I had some really good nursing tanks that I got from Target of all places. Mm. They were really comfortable. And I think that made it like, you know, easier. I think a lot of people now just do this sort of double shirt thing. Did anyone ever give you a hard time? No, but we are in mass and I feel like it's less likely to be an issue here. We're in a fairly open-minded liberal place, I would say. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I breastfed everywhere and I never, the only thing that ever happened was I was at the Salomon Pond Mall and I was sitting on one of the benches in the center of the hallway and I was breastfeeding summer and these two like old ladies walked by and they were staring in disgust. And I, I literally turned around to see what they were staring at. And then I realized that it was me. Yeah, That was the only pushback I ever got. Yeah. I know. I I do know then in other parts of our country though, it's a real, it's a terrible problem. And that's what we're talking about on today's episode. We're going to go over the history breastfeeding in public in the U- the U.S. and learn about all the legal protections that we have in place now, stuff like that. Whenever this topic comes up, I always like to remember all those old pictures. There's like a handful of them that circle that circulate around the internet every once in a while of just women just feeding their babies in like various community settings and like nobody is even caring. Nobody's noticing, nobody's caring. Nobody's mm-hmm. looking, nobody's being weird about it. It's just that you were feeding your baby. And it was like that in all of the U.S. before World War II. Yeah. 
a lot of things were <laughs> different before World War II. <laughs> so in other news, the March of Dimes gave the U.S. a D plus for the score on the rate of premature births. I'm surprised we got a D plus. <laughs> Second year in a row that we've earned only a D plus. That's unfortunate. Um, the rate of babies born before 37 weeks in 2022 was 10.4%, which according to this article is high. Interesting. With most of the premature births occurring in the southern region of the country. Oh, that's not surprising. So the highest rates of preterm birth were 14.8% in Birmingham, Alabama, 14.5% in Detroit, 14.1% in Cleveland, 13.5% in New Orleans, and 13.3% in Memphis. All communities with a high rate of people of color. Oh my gosh, Maria, it says here, um, eight states earned an F for premature birth rates and um it's Alabama, Arkansas, Georgia, Kentucky, Louisiana, Mississippi, South Carolina, and West Virginia. Mm. All clustered together. That's so sad. But Massachusetts is doing pretty good. We're under 9.3%, which is the best range that they have listed here. We get a C minus. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought that was interesting news. And now we can do our question of the week. This week's question is, my 12-month-old won't stop fiddling and pinching while nursing to sleep. Any tips to stop? Well, twiddling, not fiddling, sorry. Yeah, the twiddlers, that's a hard one. Oh, that gives me the ski jeebies. I hate it when my kids did that. I would say that the first thing is to try to give their hands something else to do. Mm-hmm. Like give them a lovey that they that they are really attached to to hold on to, or a toy that they're really drawn to, or just your hand, maybe. Mm-hmm. Nursing necklace. Yeah. Nursing necklaces are great. I had one. But yeah, something that's gonna keep their hands busy. I had a friend who had a mole that her about one year old would twiddle with. Um, and she ended up putting a band-aid over it and that stopped. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm it it did <laughs> I did have the thought like you could put pasties over your nipples. <laughs> that would be kind of annoying to do though. Like you'd have to put it on every time that you were breastfeeding, mm-hmm. take it off every time when you were done. So it'd be kind of annoying. And with a pasty, there might be like adhesive left over. So that might be kind yeah. of weird. Yeah, my first thought was just to like cover <laughs> cover that nipple in some way, but I I know babies will find a way around that. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, your best bet is to give their hands something else to do. If you have a question that you'd like us to answer on the podcast, you can DM me on Instagram at Shelly Taft IBCLC. And next up, we'll be talking about breastfeeding in public. This week, we're talking about breastfeeding in public. And I'd like to start with a little story for you. In December of 2013, Brittany Warfield of Houston, Texas, decided to take her three children, including her seven-month-old daughter, with her niece and her sister to Galleria Mall in Houston. It happened to be one of her favorite malls. According to the news report, everything was fine until they went to Hollister, Warfield said. Her baby got hungry, so Warfield sat on a bench near Hollister's entrance to nurse. She used a jacket to cover up. 
Moments later, a manager showed up screaming. He came out and he was yelling, Warfield said. He said, you can't do this here. This is not where you do that. You can't do that on Hollister property. We don't allow that. Warfield then told the manager, it's Texas. I can breastfeed wherever I like, which at the time, there were laws in place in Texas protecting a parent's right to breastfeed in public. So she was not wrong. But the, the manager persisted. Not at Hollister, he said, You're, you have to go. Warfield stated that she was completely humiliated and had done nothing wrong. As word got around about what happened to Warfield, it kicked off a nursing of over 1,000 mothers and babies across the U.S. and in Canada, which took place on January 5th, 2013. The nursing did not occur without its own complications. In Delaware, Diana Hitchens, Anna Murray, and Jessica Hitchens decided to participate in the nursing together at the Concord Mall. They brought signs with them which read, Hey, Hollister, my baby has a right to eat. It's the law. And others that read, Normalize breastfeeding in public. Do you eat in public? Why shouldn't our babies? They sat outside the Hollister store with their posters and breastfed their babies. They were then approached by two security guards. Autumn Murray stated that they, the guards started questioning them and asking them why they were exposing themselves and saying that they needed to leave or cover up. They argued with the security guards for a little bit, and then the security guards left. But when they returned, they had brought along a Delaware State Trooper with them. The trooper asked them if they had been, in fact, exposing themselves, saying that the security guards said that they were exposing themselves and that they would need to get kicked out of the mall if they didn't cover up. These stories are just a small sampling of incidents in which a parent was harassed for breastfeeding their baby in public, despite all 50 states having laws in place protecting a parent's right to breastfeed in public. So how did we get here? Why is there such an attitude of shame in the US around breastfeeding in public? Let's first look at the history. In the 18th and 19th centuries, societal attitudes towards breastfeeding was deeply entwined with prevailing cultural norms and expectations. Unlike the more private and modest practices of today, public breastfeeding was considered commonplace and unremarkable. It's just something that parents did. As we moved into the early 19th century, societal norms began to shift with the influence of changing cultural and moral standards. This is when the Victorian ideals began to emerge, and they brought about a more reserved and modest perspective, impacting various aspects of daily life, including breastfeeding practices. Because of this cultural shift, breastfeeding in public moved more to the private sphere, distinct from public. As we underwent this shift to Victorian ideals, breastfeeding was moved more towards the private sphere. And when parents did breastfeed in public, instances of harassment did rise. Notable cases such as incidents where parents were asked to leave public transportation while breastfeeding their babies reflected the tensions between involving societal norms and the rights of parents. Because there were no laws addressing specifically breastfeeding in public, these parents did not have any sort of protections against harassment if they breastfed their baby outside their home. Some states may have relied on a broader anti-discrimination or privacy laws to provide some protection, but the legal landscape varied. Despite challenges, advocacy groups and mothers continue to push for societal understanding and acceptance of breastfeeding as a natural and unremarkable act. 
Public reactions to the incidents of harassment fueled ongoing discussions about the need for cultural acceptance. By the mid-20th century, the advent of formula feeding became more prevalent and breastfeeding rates declined. The societal perception of breastfeeding changed with an even greater emphasis on privacy. Women were more likely to breastfeed in the privacy of their homes, and nursing in public became even less common. Then when we entered the 1970s and 1980s, the breastfeeding movement gained momentum in response to the promotion of formula feeding. Advocates emphasized the health benefits of breastfeeding, and gradually, more women began to breastfeed in public. However, some societal discomfort persisted, and parents often faced subtle or explicit pressure to cover up and move to private spaces. As parents began to advocate for their right to breastfeed in public, the legal landscape began to change to address this issue. The first breastfeeding law was passed in New York in 1984 with legislation exempting breastfeeding from public indecency offenses. In 1993, Florida and North Carolina enacted laws to permit women to breastfeed in any public or private location. In 1994, Iowa passed the first legislation to excuse or postpone jury duty for breastfeeding women. Beginning in 1998, laws to support breastfeeding in the workplace were enacted. Minnesota passed a law that required employers to provide break time and a private space for mothers to pump. In 1999, Hawaii enacted the first legislation prohibiting employers from discriminating against an employee because she chose to breastfeed or express milk in the workplace. From 1993 to 2004, breastfeeding laws steadily increased at a rate of approximately five laws per year. From 2005 to 2011, the rates increased to approximately eight laws passed annually. And finally, in 2018, Utah and Idaho both passed state laws protecting breastfeeding in public, making breastfeeding in public a protected rights in all 50 states. In October of 2012, Best for Babes announced the launch of their nursing in public harassment hotline. Now, breastfeeding mothers could report incidents of nursing and public harassment, document them, and receive guidance on how to deal with the situation and approach for the offending institution. So even though laws have been started to get passed as early as 1984, in 2012, enough parents were still getting harassed for breastfeeding in public where Best for Babes felt like they had to launch this hotline. The goal was to have enough documentation to influence policymakers to create laws that required enforcement of existing breastfeeding in public laws. The creation of laws that cover harassment and discrimination against breastfeeding in public and educational and sensitivity training for employees. Because even though all the states had laws in place protecting a parent's right to breastfeed in public, Many of those laws were really hard to reinforce or people were reluctant to reinforce or they didn't have really any teeth. Like there was no standard punishment for someone who did harass someone who breastfed in public. So oftentimes it might be like a quick slap on the wrist and that was it. So despite the progress made in legislation, along with increased breastfeeding rates in the U.S., parents continued and still continue to be harassed. For example, in 2022, for Texas mom, Gelsey Mary, an outing, which is a huge undertaking in the first weeks of life with a newborn, turned into a specially stressful experience. In her now viral video, she recorded an interaction with a stranger who spotted her breastfeeding her child inside her car in the parking garage and knocked on her window to harass her. And I'm going to play a clip from the video here. Yeah, so if I'm in my, my own car, this is my property in my area, 
it's up to you whether you want to look oh, no, into my car and no, look that, at that's okay i got kids in the car and all they see is your arrows and it's just inappropriate i i don't care what you got going on in here i need you to go breastfeeding somewhere in private um i i, I don't know what you think this is, this is a public area but i'm in my private that's okay. my car that's so right. you can cho choose to tell your children to look no, somewhere else no, no, no. The, because we're in an outside world where there's other things go. to look at let me tell you how it's gonna go little messy this is a public parking lot I look where I want to look. If you're and if breast... I were to call the police right now, I'd say you're harassing me. Oh, no, I wouldn't right. be the one getting in call trouble for harassment call for other police. people looking I'm at me while I'm doing what I'm doing. No man. So just a reminder: this happened in 2022. Even though more and more people are breastfeeding in public, laws are passed in every state that cover parents' right to breastfeed. Incidents like this are still happening, and the way that stranger reacted to her and the things that he said to her were just ridiculous. But there is a bright spot on the horizon. Although breastfeeding rates are increasing slightly in the U.S. and some parents are still being harassed, the incidents are becoming less common. But breastfeeding in public still can be nerve-wracking for some parents. A while ago, I posted a poll on my Facebook and Instagram page asking parents how comfortable they felt breastfeeding in public. The two choices for the poll were very comfortable with breastfeeding in public or it's awkward. Out of the people who responded, 70% voted for very comfortable, leaving 30% feeling awkward when it came to breastfeeding in public. Nursing in public can be very awkward, at least in the beginning. When you and your baby are learning to latch, it's nearly impossible to coordinate the positioning and latching without feeling like you're leaving your business hanging out for the world to see. The good news is with practice, you can become an expert at breastfeeding in public. Soon, you'll be walking around the grocery store nursing your baby, and everyone will think that you are just holding a sleeping baby. Here are some tips to help you along the way. Practice breastfeeding in front of a mirror or a partner or support person. Remember, breastfeeding in public isn't easy at first. Most clients I work with in their homes are spending a lot of their time topless out of sheer convenience, so when starting to latch with layers of clothing on, it can feel harder. The first few times you attempt breastfeeding in public, you will find yourself fumbling around with your clothing and awkwardly turning to the wall. That's fine. Just keep practicing. If you're practicing in front of your partner, have them point out tips in what positioning or clothing adjustments to make in order to create a more smoother process of latching on without feeling like you're flashing the entire room. Tip number two, attend a breastfeeding, chest feeding parenting group. I love parent support groups, especially ones that are feeding specific, whether that's breast or bottle feeding. Not only does attending these groups lower your risk of postpartum depression because you get out and meet other parents, but it also provides you with an opportunity to observe how others handle breastfeeding in public. You can take in how they position their clothing, how they nurse without a bunch of pillows around them. And as a bonus, if you do go to latch your baby and accidentally flash everyone in the room, it's okay because they're all doing the same thing. Bottom line, going to a parent support group is a very safe, non-judgmental place to learn and practice the skill of breastfeeding in public. Tip number three, dress for comfort and accessibility. 
When you're planning to breastfeed in public, wear clothing that will allow you to easily access your breasts or your chest. For example, a one-piece dress that goes up to your neck will probably make breastfeeding in public impossible. Layers can be your breast friend. Most parents I work with will layer a tank top over their, under their shirt to allow them to pull the top shirt up over their chest without exposing their lower torso. Clothes that are made for nursing can make things easier, but they're not necessary, like nursing shirts or bras. Many parents like them for breastfeeding in public, but you can do just as well with a well-fitting sports bra too. Tip number four, follow your comfort level. Some parents don't care about exposure and will breastfeed anytime, anywhere. Others prefer to find a quiet spot in the corner or hallway or even a dressing room. And some parents prefer to use a cover while nursing in public. There is no right or wrong way to nurse in public. It is just about what works for you and makes you feel comfortable. If you don't want to use a cover over your baby while you're nursing, then don't. If you prefer to use a cover over your baby while nursing, then do so. If you feel more comfortable stepping outside the room if you're at someone's house or going to your car if you're out somewhere in public, then do so. Do you have to? No. But if that's what you feel more comfortable doing, then follow your comfort level. And tip number five, I think, know your rights. Like we've talked about, nursing and public laws are determined at a state level. All states have laws protecting a parent's right to breastfeed in public, but the details of the laws can vary between state to state. For example, in my state of Massachusetts, parents have the right to breastfeed in public anywhere the parent has the right to be to begin with with the exception of religious instruction and worship. Anyone who harasses a parent for nursing in public can be subject to a fine up to $500. So the Massachusetts law, as it's written, does have some teeth to it, okay? If you harass mom for nursing in public, you can get bit, and that is a $500 uh, wound that you will get. Other states don't have any teeth. To them. So if you want to know what your state law says specifically, the best place to go would be to check out your state's breastfeeding advocacy organization. So for example, in Massachusetts, that's the Massachusetts Breastfeeding Coalition. When you're practicing nursing in public, it's important to be gentle and patient with yourself. With practice and experience, you will become a pro and soon you'll be 100% comfortable walking around the grocery store nursing your baby. I hope you found this helpful. If you have any stories to share about you being harassed in public for breastfeeding or just your general feelings on public and breastfeeding in general, go ahead and comment, leave a review, or send me a DM on Instagram at Shelly Taft IBCLC. Thank you for joining us this week on the Baby Pro Podcast. Make sure to visit our website, ShellyTaftIBCLC.com, where you can check out more options for support through pregnancy and beyond, including the Baby Pro Bistro, our parenting community. You can also follow us on social media at ShellyTaftIBCLC on Instagram. If you love the show, please leave us a rating or review on iTunes to help our episodes reach more parents like you. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.